Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Two men. Fifteen minutes. Eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. His glory I will see. I will Well, it's Friday and we're at Text Talk. We're super glad that you're here. My name is Edwin Crozier. I'm sitting here with our special guest, Jackson Cook. Jackson, welcome to Text Talk. Thank you. It's good to be here with you, Brother Edwin. Jackson is here with us at the with among the Christians that meet on Livingston Avenue. He's working as a, an intern, as a preacher, trying to figure out if devoting his life to preaching the gospel is the thing for him. So he's he's working mainly with Andrew on that. So he's sitting in for Andrew today, and I'm super excited for you to be here. He'll be filling in for Andrew pretty regularly throughout the summer. So you'll get to hear from Jackson multiple times as he's spending his time with us learning about the work of preaching the gospel. But let's go ahead and jump into our text today. We're wrapping up Acts chapter 16. I am again going to read verses 35 through 40, and here we go. But when it was day, the magistrates sent the police, saying, Let those men go. And the jailer reported these words to Paul, saying, The magistrates have sent to let you go. Therefore come out now and go in peace. But Paul said to them, They have beaten us publicly, uncondemned, men who are Roman citizens, and have thrown us into prison. Do they now throw us out secretly? (laughs) No. Let them come themselves and take us out. The police reported these words to the magistrates, and they were afraid when they heard that they were Roman citizens. So they came and apologized to them, and they took them out and asked them to leave the city. So they went out of the prison and visited Lydia, and when they had seen the brothers, they encouraged them and departed. What's going on here? We just discovered that the magistrates had actually broken the law and violated the citizenship of Paul and his companions. Yep. So what do we see here when it says that they're just leaving when asked to? I, that is such a great question. They, it, and it's a surprising thing. It's a shocking thing to me. Even on this podcast just a couple of weeks ago, we were recognizing when they had faced persecution, as persecution was growing. In fact, we had a whole episode about in one place, it talks about the people's mind being poisoned against them, so they stayed longer. But now we've got this thing. There's this persecution that's risen up. They've been unjustly imprisoned, and the magistrates have now had it called on them they're upset. They're afraid. I mean, Paul and Bar- uh, si- Paul and Silas. I told Andrew the other day that I was going to call Put it Silas. Put in the jar, buddy. <laughs> okay, you were listening. Yeah. All right. I'll have to pull that out and drop the dollar in the jar. Paul and Silas, uh, are you know, they've got the upper hand. I mean, it, it actually does look like they're going to be pushing back against these magistrates. But instead, they go to Lydia, they encourage the brethren, and they do what the magistrates ask them. They go ahead and leave. That's a shocking thing to me. Here's what I get out of it. I don't know that I can give you just some great answers about here's what's going on in some rhetorical means throughout the book of Luke, and here's here's how it fits in all that biblical story. But I think I think what I get from it is that every situation is different. There's no one-size-fits-all response to what happens in any given city. Uh, there are times when it's time to stay and stand your ground, and it's time to, hey, we've got to stick around even more because this is happening. And then there are times when it's, All right, they've asked us to leave. You know, we're not going to cause the trouble. We're going to go ahead and go. And I wonder if some of it here is the fact that there are brethren. The church has been established, and so they they feel like it is in good hands. They have judged Lydia to be faithful. They stayed with her. They've judged the brethren to be faithful. And so they're going to leave them behind because they think they can carry on the work at this point, which is an amazing thing all of itself because they haven't been here all that long. But it does remind me of something else. And that's something that Luke tells us about, and that's the Gerizim demoniac. In Luke chapter 8, 
Verse 26, Jesus crosses the sea. And when he gets out of the boat, this demon-possessed man comes and, and accosts him. Do you remember that story? Yeah, absolutely. And what we see there in that story is that Jesus actually cast the demons out of the man. And the reaction of the people in that city is fear. And they're extremely frightened. And they actually end up asking Jesus and his disciples to leave because of that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a shocking thing. And, of course, you, you remember that when he cast the demons out, do you remember where he cast them? He, yeah, he put, off the edge of the cliff, right? He put them into the pigs, and they went running off the cliff into the sea. And so here's Jesus in this is Gentile community in the main part. It's going to be a terrible story for Jews to hear because they can't stand the pigs. Uh, he cast these demons into the pigs, and off they go. But the, but the demon-possessed man is healed. And when the folks from the town come out, rather than recognizing how amazing it is that Jesus cast out these demons, rather than recognizing how amazing that is, what they want them to do, what they want him to do, is leave. And what does he do? He leaves, actually. He does leave. Now, do you remember the man who's, uh, who, from whom the demons had gone out, through whom Legion had gone out? He had a big question for Jesus. Yeah, he wanted to come with him, right? And Jesus, it's one of, to me, it's one of the most shocking things. Almost anybody who ever wants to follow him, he's like, yes, get on board. Sign the dotted line. Let's move forward. I mean, unless he's trying to, unless he's trying to point out what hypocrites they are, then he pushes back a little bit. But here's a guy that's all in, and Jesus doesn't say, yes, come be one of the 12. No, not exactly. He actually tells him to stay there. And, and not only stay there, but do what? To tell everyone of what had happened, what yeah, had happened to him. That's exactly right. And I think, I think what's happening here is we're seeing a parallel. Why have Paul and Silas ended up in jail? They cast out an evil spirit. Instead of being impressed at how amazing it is that they cast out the evil spirit, instead they want to beat him. They, they, they accost him, they beat him, they throw him in jail. It apparently happens so fast. I know you and I were talking, along with Andrew, about how shocking it is. Why didn't, why didn't Paul call the Roman card before he gets the beating? And I don't know exactly, except maybe it just it was happening so fast. There was no way to do that. So this is happening so fast. But then they end up rejoicing and praising God, just like Peter and the apostles did in their earlier imprisonment, just glad that they can suffer for the Lord. And now the Philippian jailer is converted. Now they're being let go. And the magistrates are afraid, just like those folks with the Gerizim demoniac, and ask him to leave. And Paul, like Jesus, does. And I think, I could be wrong about this, but, but my guess is, is that Paul is doing very much the same thing that Jesus did. He's leaving because he's leaving somebody else behind. He's leaving somebody else behind who's going to carry on the message. And that Gerizim demoniac, that's exactly what he did. He told everybody, here's what the Lord's done for me. And I think we've got the same thing from Lydia. And we're going to have the same thing from those disciples. Let's keep in mind, this is a town that later Paul is going to write a letter to. There's success here. Yes. There's growth here. There's growth here. And it's, it's fascinating to me that when Paul writes that letter, he writes a letter from jail. He writes a letter to Philippi as a church that has supported him in his work and even in his imprisonment. And I've often wondered if the reason why Philippi was willing to go off into that, um, that kind of support for Paul was because they knew where it started for them. Their church really very much in a very real way started 
with Paul in prison. So they weren't ashamed of him as so many else might have been. Yeah, absolutely. I think we can see that Paul really left a legacy here behind when he left the people, the church at Philippi. And so, and, and they, they carry on. Of course, now Paul, in, in other places where he's been persecuted, he has to leave the message. It's through tribulation that we enter the kingdom of God. And Philippi is really able to grasp this, and they're really able to leave on. So uh, you, you asked your question earlier, and I've really kind of been going on and on about this, but I hope that's been very helpful as we're considering this idea that not, not every situation, just because it seems similar, has the same course of action. There's no one size fits all. And that's tough. That means that, that a lot of times how we react to people is more art than science. It's not something we could just plug into a computer with binary code and it's going to spit out, oh, here's always the way to act in, in this right. situation. And, and they make the determination. You know what we're going to do? We're going to move on. We're, we're going to go someplace else. We're going to, but, but here's the thing they never stopped doing. They never stopped teaching the gospel. No matter what happened to them in any town, they went on to other towns teaching the gospel. Let me throw out to you, uh, Jackson. I've been doing all the talking. I am putting you a little bit on the spot here. Uh, what are some things that you've learned from this chapter as you've been reading it? So that's a great question. Um, I think some of the things off the top of my head that I learned about this chapter, kind of going back to Lydia's example and how that she grew up, this was somebody who was not from that area and the amount of trust that they have in her and how they deemed her faithful and they were willing to leave the people kind of in her hands and in the Philippian jailer's hands, I think that speaks great measures of Paul and the other uh, apostles who were with him in their trust for this church to continue to grow and spread and how they had a lot of faith in those people as faithful servants to continue that work. That is one of the hardest things as a leader to let go of control to let go of control. It is so easy to try to pull all the control to self that I'm the only one that can make the decisions. I'm the only one that can lead this group. I'm the only one that can decide what needs to be done. It's hard enough for people who are actually active leaders that are actually continuing on just to even to, to seek counsel from other people, but to actually just leave and all right, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have to leave this in your hands and I'm going to move on. And, you know, the great thing about it is that the letter to the Philippians, I think, is one of the few that has I mean, it's got very little negative about it. You know, he writes back to Corinth, and man, it's a mess at Corinth. Right. He writes to Galatia. It's become a mess in Galatia. But he writes to Philippi. And, and you know, there's the thing with Yodi and Syntyche going on. But for the most part, Philippians is a very positive letter. It's a thank you letter Indeed, in many ways because you guys have been taking care of me. And I, I think we see all of that beginning right here again. Folks are ashamed of Paul for going into prison, and you must be doing something wrong. But the Philippians, they didn't have any of that because they saw how their church started in very much those same situations. They could see the victory that came out of the, the, the negative things like the beatings and the persecutions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think another thing you kind of touched on this earlier in that they never stopped preaching the gospel and so I think one of the takeaways for evangelism here is that sometimes there is a season to go ahead and move on, but not necessarily to give up, but to continue that work elsewhere. Very good. Very good. We'd love to know what you guys are learning and reading and what you're getting out of the text. Even if you're reading from some other place than Acts and you just happen to be listening along with us, we'd love to hear what you're learning. I'd love to know if you have any questions. Shoot us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. That's texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. And we're going to go ahead and wrap up this week with a prayer. Jackson, would you lead us? 
Our good Father in heaven, we do indeed thank you so much for your word. We thank you so much for the book of Acts and the wonderful lessons that we can learn from your apostles and the evangelism and all of the trials that they experienced, Lord. Father, we pray that we would be like the church at Philippi, that we would continue to grow and that we would evangelize. We thank you so much for your word and all that it does for us. And we do indeed thank you so much for Jesus and his sacrifice on the cross. Lord, we pray that we would meditate on your word day and night, and we pray that it would be a shining light, and we would apply it to our lives so that we can be better servants. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians Who Meet on Livingston Avenue this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge wrote and sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast so others can learn about it more easily. Have a great day. 